to the Success After Barber School podcast, where we give advice to new and seasoned barbers on how to reach a six-figure income through training, mentoring, and coaching. If you're new in our industry or old in our industry and are ready to join the top 1% in earning a six-figure income, this is the show for you. Welcome back to Success After Barber School Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. T.I.M., the educator. Today, our guest is the lovely Miss Megan D. Barber. Big head. Let's go. So either way, I know I just mentioned your name, but answer me these three questions, right? Give me your name, first and last. Where you're from and how long you've been a barber? My name is Megan Ewing. I'm from Waukesha, Wisconsin, and I have not left, just like Chelsea. You've been a barber for how long? I've been a barber for, it'll be three years in August. So tell us how and why you started. Because you originally went to school for cosmetology. So what made you decide to just kind of hard left and come to us? So like I said, I, well, like you said, I was in cosmetology school. I originally wanted to go for makeup. So literally 360. And um, when I was there, you know, I like to do the women's hair, you know, I was getting into it and then I didn't like it because it was just, I don't know, it didn't click, you know, when you know when something just doesn't feel right. And we had a barber come in and we had to cut an afro, right? Literally, I was so into it, like cutting a perfect circle. I was so into it. And everyone else was like, you know, and I just, I loved it. And then um, we had our externship program and I came in and I met you. And I came into the shop and I just loved it. Like the whole atmosphere, like it just clicked naturally. It's just like when you meet the love of your life, you're like, oh, ooh, I know this is, I know this is the one because barbering damn near is the love of my life. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. So why is mastering your craft important? Mastering your craft is definitely important, but you'll never be perfect. Right. You always have to, you'll aim for perfection, but you, you you always have to learn something, right? But making sure you can do the best that you possibly can do in that moment is definitely very important because you want to make your clients happy. You want to make everyone around them be like, wow, they look great. And then they'll feel confident. And mastering your craft isn't even just about the haircut alone. I feel like it's about making your client feel good in themselves. Okay. So let's be honest, right? Let's get real for a second. Coming fresh out of school, right? First day on the shop, ready to cut hair and whatnot. What was that transition like for you? Because I remember you being a little nerve wracked. So, like, explain that for us. I was so nervous, but, like, you threw me, re- like, everyone will say when they say, when they're learning from you, you kind of just made, like, you were, like, get right into it. Like, you can't be in your head too much. So that, and I was obviously way in my head, right? So what I remember, like, the first, because it was a six-month process before I felt like I could just let you go and I didn't have to watch over your shoulder anymore. The first four months was me talking you off the wire and reminding you like that you weren't in school anymore because every time I would try and teach you someone, that's not how they taught us in school. And then I remember the day it clicked, I got the right wording, and that's when it started to transition into the direction I needed you to go. And that wording was, consider this grad school. How was that education more like grad school than cosmetology school for you in your words? When it comes to grad school, I feel like, well, I've never been in grad school, but anyways, it's more like direct and straight to the point in like what you're doing. You're getting kind of into the nitty gritty and like what you're actually trying to focus on. Mm-hmm. So cosmetology school obviously is like any other school when you're trying to go towards like that exam, right? So that's state boards, right? So a lot of it was safety and sanitation and like the basics where with you, it was more, this is what you need to do. And this is like 
the nitty gritty about it, right? So it was very in detailed about actual barbering. It wasn't just abroad. It was very narrow and it was like we would work at one thing at a time. So it was very nice to be hands on too because I was right next to you. So just learning, it was just a different way of learning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we were very specific and you were very about like, like taking one thing at a time. Sorry, I know I repeat myself, but <laughs> that's what it was. You know, it was not worrying about what was going around me. It was more or less like focusing in on that one thing that I was nervous about in general, which was cutting men's hair because I've never really like learned to do it in school, you know? Right. And feeling like, okay, now it's more about me and like what I can do is very specific towards me. Is there a specific moment at the barber shop where you felt like, I get it? Like, do you do you recall that moment? No, but that's because I'm very scatterbrained sometimes. <laughs> We're being honest here. Honestly, I don't even remember the exact day, but I remember it was a haircut. And I think it was because I got a new clipper, actually. And it clicked. Like, it was just like, wow. Like, I can really do this. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not perfect whatsoever, but I'm making progress. Right. You know, like, even to this day, like, when I'm in the shop and I do a haircut that I feel like I've done a lot better than I have in the past, it's just like, wow. Like, I really did that. And it makes you feel crazy, even after doing it for so long. Like, there's still those moments where you're like, wow. What was the most challenging haircut you had to learn? Probably, like, a bald fade because there's so many. I kept getting lines. You know what I mean? Like, you have to really learn to work with your clipper and work with multiple clippers. That was my thing. Like, I thought I was one thing. Use the same clipper, same guards, everything, and basically go step by step. When in reality, you have to go with the flow and you really have to work it into the haircut. You know what I mean? It's not just a step, 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 step type of thing. It's a gradual thing that you have to learn. So being almost three years at the barbershop right now, what would be something you would tell your, your younger barbering self? It gets easier. I love that. Definitely. So where, what other platforms did you use to educate yourself? Because it wasn't just me all the time educating you and everything. Eventually, you know, I kind of took the training wheels off and focused on what I was doing because you were able to move on your own. So where else did you continue your education? I was definitely on YouTube all the time. And like, obviously, TikTok, stuff like that. And just watching other barbers inspired me to do better. Like to this day, I will watch people and be like, wow. Okay, what did they do? How did they do to get there? And consistently teaching myself different ways and different techniques because everything, no matter what it is you're doing in life, it's always going to progress. It's always going to do something different. It's always going to change. So you want to see, oh, how can I make this easier? You know, so YouTube and TikTok and actually starting to go to barber shows and competitions and watching these people who are phenomenal. Right. And you're like, wow, like, what am I doing compared to what they're doing? You know, that was kind of like my mindset. So. Definitely. So let me ask you this, right? What was your lowest point in the barbering world, in the barbering profession? Like, what, what was that moment, right, when you went home and you doubted yourself? Like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what, what was that? So my sister brought my nephews in and I, you were gone. This was like one of the first days you were gone and I was by myself with everyone else. And I gave a haircut and I literally went from like a two to a one and there was just a huge line. But I thought it looked great. Like, I... <laughs> thought it was amazing and a few weeks later my sisters was like oh yeah no we took him somewhere else it's okay like I just had to do something right totally made an excuse and then my nephews who are young boys were like oh yeah our dad told us it sucked and you'd never cut their hair again and I was like oh wow but like obviously they're boys so they exaggerated it a little bit but still I was like wow like obviously I did a bad job how many times have you cut them since that day 10 
12. Like safe, they, safe to say you're their barber they, now? Yeah, but they, they go a long time without haircuts too, so they're young still, so they don't like to get their haircuts. Fair enough. So let me ask you this, right? You know what a dream board is, right? Yes. Do you have one, even if it's a mental one? Yes. What's one thing on your dream board in regards to barbering? And let me be a little more specific. What's one thing that you want to accomplish in the next six months and in the next 12 months? Ooh, that's hard. Six months. I want to. Ooh, I'm sorry. I was not prepared for that. <laughs> in six months, I really want to just gain more clientele. I mean, I don't, obviously my clientele is not bad, but right. it's not where I want it to be, which nothing's ever where I want it to be. But, and in 12 months, I want to be, I want to make enough to where I'm on my own. Okay. That's a real goal. That's a real goal. I mean, I'm young, just turned 21. Like, right. you know, I'm still at home with my parents, no shame in it, but it's like, I'm making enough where I could be on my own, but not comfortably. Okay. I'm glad. Let's pause just for a second. So check this out, right? You've heard me say, a million times like what I'm trying to do here is help young barbers right out of school get zero to 60 in the first three years of being done with school I think I'm on pace to help you do that and I don't realize I don't think you realize how close you are because you don't watch the numbers like I watch the numbers you made four grand last month compared to last year at this time you barely broke a thousand yeah and you still haven't scratched the surface of your worth yet it's crazy to me because I was looking at rent and moving out and it was so discouraging and then i'm like i don't even think i make that much but then i looked at the reports i was like holy what yep like that's crazy but because you're getting cash you don't realize how much it is being like saved you know so perfect segue how important is it to budget your your cash like to actually accountability it's very important i mean if you could fall off the wagon real quick you know what i mean especially just having all this cash you're like oh wow well if i did it this month i'm gonna do it the next month or this week i'm gonna do it next week and then you don't realize like not every day is gonna be a perfect day right tell us about uncle uh sam oh he comes in in full swing this was this year well depending on how you do your taxes and stuff like that i pay mine every three months yeah me too so it's over 900 for me right. and it's like i owed last year and so I, that I. threw me off guard i was like how you know like how <laughs> but it it comes in full swing and you really gotta focus on it and budget your money don't be embarrassed to ask your parents because they know what they're doing because that's what i do facts that's my personal help right there so in the field in the four areas of sales marketing operation how you run your business and the financing books can you give us one major key one major key in either one of those four categories Marketing yourself is definitely the biggest thing that you can do. Be more specific. How are you doing it? Me, personally, um, I put myself out on social media a lot. I'm definitely, I'm a 21-year-old girl. I do it all the time. So what I do is I post, I post, I post. I go past my, you know, um, self-esteem like, oh, it doesn't look that great, like blah, blah, blah. Because what I don't think looks great looks amazing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just always doubting yourself. But marketing yourself on social media, putting yourself out there, and also putting yourself out there in the community of barbering. Because I went to two barber competitions. Right. And that changed my, my it changed the game for me 1000%. The first competition, I met an amazing barber who is a celebrity barber, and he gave me advice. He follows me on Instagram now. and Name him. Name him. Sorry, Give I him didn't a shout know out. Uh, Kenny Duncan, he really did kind of boost my confidence. You know, yes. he was like, wow, you're doing great. Like, I was maybe one out of two females in that competition, and he gave me advice and, sh you know, just kind of made me feel like, wow, I can do this, you know? 
Have you been able to keep the lines of communications open with Mr. Duncan? Yes. Would you call him a mentor? Yeah, he's busy. So, I mean, of course when is. I when I reach out, you know, he tends to get back to me pretty quickly. So I'm, I'm thankful and blessed for that. So for all the young barbers out there, how important is it to have a mentor, someone that can guide you through the process from uh, just starting out two years in, three years in, someone that you can use to keep your iron sharp? You know what I mean? It's super important because you're going to have days where you feel like, wow, I'm off track. I'm not doing as well. But then you have someone to let you know you're doing great. And like having someone that it's been there has done that and they can mentor you into a better mindset, whether it's about your job or whether it's about life in general, because if the way you think is how you're going to live your life, if you're thinking negatively, you're going to live a negative life, you know, to motivate you in a positive direction is just it's going to take your life in a completely different way and you're going to do great. And no matter what anyone says or around you, you're going to do great regardless. So. Awesome. So. I tell my kids this often. You're going to have days where you don't feel like getting out of bed. You don't feel like keeping your obligations and whatnot, but you already got an entire list of people, clientele that are booked that are depending on you. Have you found on those days where you say, forget it, I'm keeping my commitment? Are those days often better than what you anticipated because you worked through and passed the negative thoughts in your own head? Always. How so? Be specific. Literally getting out of bed is the hardest part. Because right. I'm lazy, so but that's just that's a fun fact about me. But awesome. <laughs> um, but getting out of bed and then when you get in your car and then you start to feel better, you're listening to music and then when you get into the community of all the people you work with, all your clients, like you just feel great. You know what I mean? Everyone brings something different to the table, different conversations, and it just motivates you to get through the day. Yeah. And honestly, if you love what you do, when you start to do it, you're great. You know. What's something about your industry that has surprised you today or lately? What's one thing about the, our industry that has surprised you lately? The demographics. How so? There's not as many female barbers as I thought, you know? Really? Yeah. I thought there was a little bit more. And now that, you know, I'm working with a group of female barbers that are amazing and motivating, and it's like, we're really trying to put out there that you can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all the different stories that I've heard from people who wanted to do it, but they're too scared, like that surprises me. Well, you know, working with men can be intimidating when you're offering a service in regards to how they look you know like they're gonna wear that until it grows out and whatnot so i i get that definitely just that like i said the demographics and like who act how many people don't put themselves out there like they should you know because they're great what's giving you hope right now what's keeping you moving forward the girls that i work with if i'm being honest yeah I see them every day doing amazing things and I know that I could get there and I know that like there's people around me that have done it so I know I can do it. It's a very motivating thing knowing that like there's always room for growth so if you work yourself to it you can do it. Okay we're gonna we're gonna get and dig a little deep now right what do you struggle with like anxiety what do you struggle with here like how does that affect you in the moment of of, of doing your job? I have, I've struggled with anxiety my whole life. That's definitely been a thing. So when I, you know, little things can set you off. Um, so with me, I just really have to focus on all the methods that I've learned growing up. Like what? Breathing, thinking positive thoughts, redirecting your thoughts, because everyone's going to have intrusive and negative thoughts. So whether that's about anything, you know what I mean? So you just really have to take deep breaths and redirect your thoughts into a positive mindset and just surround yourself with positive people because they will definitely bring you up compared to if you have negative people they're like oh you have nothing to worry about like freaking you out more yeah you know but having positive people that you call family around you is definitely i love it what's one question you wished i would ask you that's all, i think you kind of covered it all if i'm being honest <laughs> i don't know 
I don't really have an answer for you. Okay, let me ask you this. If you were going to write a book, what would it be about? Self-esteem. Yeah, elaborate. Self-esteem affects everything you do. Mm -hmm. If you don't feel great about yourself, you're not going to feel great about the work that you do, the friendships you have. You're going to self-doubt everything if you don't have faith in yourself. Okay. And I think that a lot of people in general need to work on it because you're great and no one can tell you that you're not. And you have to you have to love yourself before you can love anything. All right. Well, folks, that's been our segment for today. And I thank you again for tuning in to the Success After Barber School podcast. Again, I've been your host, Mr. T.I.M., The Educator. Our guest today was the lovely Megan, The Female Barber. Appreciate you folks. Until the next time. If you're new in our industry or old in our industry and are ready to join the top 1% and earning a six-figure income, hop on the email list to get updates on the show and live notifications for the newest trends or to be featured on the show as the Barber Spotlight of the Week. Let's go. Let's grow.